Hey guys, a couple quick things before we get to the podcast. Speaktruthwithoutfear.com, put in your email. And then if you want to, click on the support tab. We have a couple new packages that you get more value from us and allows you to support us if you like the work we're doing. Also, please don't forget to leave a review if you have not yet. This helps us a ton. Today's podcast is with Ross the Boss. The conversation's incredible. We had some audio difficulties, but we got it to you. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. Yo, 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 we are back. (laughs) (laughs) It's your boy, Jordan Sarmo, with Ross the Boss. The ones you want. We all know this is what you want. You're going to give me that Russian accent? This is what you want. This is what you this want. This is a particular element with your life was not acquiring for before this interview. <laughs> Real quick, before we get into it, don't forget speaktruthwithoutfear.com. You can find the podcast there. Um, if you want to watch us on video, we're on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook. We're on it all. And uh, don't forget, we got lives. We have a live going on Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be good. And uh, yeah, yes, sir. Ross, how's your week? It's packed full of goodies, man. General Flynn wasn't lying. These next three to four weeks are going to get exciting. I mean, you got McAfee who died. You got the Brooklyn, the BLM folks and the looters and the rioters in Bronx who destroyed so many freaking businesses getting totally let off and You've got, man, people are waking up, dude. Like, you've got Brett Weinstein last night went on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast because YouTube gave him a strike because he was giving the facts about ivermectin with the people that are on the front line with COVID and how beneficial it's been. So um, you got Bryson Gray, Shekinah's uh, man, who's banned off of Spotify for his, or his song was banned, Safe Space, off Spotify and off of SoundCloud now. And there's just so much that's happening. You can feel the tentacles are tightening from everywhere. And that can only mean one thing. The climax of the movie is coming good or bad. It's coming. I I completely agree. It's it's, I, I said that last night, actually, I said the reason why we're feeling this tension, the reason why it's getting crazier, the censoring, everything is because we are on target on if you're in control you don't have to shut up the opposition if you're in control you don't need to control the narrative anymore if you control the situation you don't have to control the narrative so they don't control the situation yet guys they're still putting they're still attempting to put their chess pieces in place and the reason why they're not in control is because the truth is not on their side and i love what you always say ross the truth defends itself it's a lion and so that's why they're, they're losing control because what's happening is people are waking up. People are not getting engaged. They're starting to expose this. The media's, the media's lost their power. They've lost all of their influence. Where the Ratings have never been lower from what I understand. The, the ratings have never been lower. Entertainment industry, celebrities, music, I mean, artists, all of them. I mean, nobody, no one, they did not see this coming. And they didn't realize the backlash, what was going to happen from November 3rd and even from the past four years of really Trump exposing the media, exposing Hollywood for what they really are, liars. Liars. So, Complete liars. So, I mean, we got so many stories to talk about. Um, 
Well, let's you know, start with this McAfee one because it's the most fresh. Let's talk um, about it. So everybody who's listening, uh, a fella who created the, I don't know how to say this, but it's McAfee Nord antivirus yes. system. Yes. Yep. He was uh, a person who did that. He also talked about the deep state a little bit. Um, and he even got a tattoo that says that he'd be whacked and that he would never kill himself. So if I ever die and they say I killed myself, know that it was a setup. This guy has died in jail. Um, and he had a dead man switch apparently where when someone dies and then you try to move the body, a bomb blows up. That's what a dead man switch means. Um, that's what people do who want to release information to people, uh, if they're killed and he released it in a picture and the picture that came onto his Instagram after he died was the picture of a large Q, the yeah. alphabet letter number 17 Q, which everybody in the world either hates it or loves it or whatever, doesn't know what to think about it, considers it bunk, whatever, whatever I'll say, it has teeth still. And he released uh, the letter Q and embedded in the image file was a component that people are able to use to unlock apparently 30 terabytes of data that some people probably don't want getting out to the world. So that's that. Uh, he's been, well, he's been, he has been talking. I've followed him for a while specifically because of crypto. I've been investing in crypto for years and he was one of the, he was one of the main guys that really got helped crypto get out there and made it as much mainstream as possible. Um, he was, he's a very highly involved crypt, uh, into crypto. And the reason why is because he's been on the run. He's been hiding. I've, I've followed him on Twitter. I've followed him on Instagram. I mean, he would always talk about how, you know, he's on in the, the Bahamas. Who, who did he piss off so bad? U S government. He was always calling out the U S government always. And there is a video that's going around on Instagram right now. I'm sure you can search for it. Just put his name and and deep state and he is it's like a three minute video oh i've seen it with, with the black is, wall behind him yeah the textured black wall and he's saying basically like you want to know who's running things it's all the unelected people that make regulations for every law that's made there's regulations that are unofficial that get made and those people aren't elected to their positions and they control everything cia fcc fda epa all these people yep. like that let me see if I can pull this up real quick for those that are watching. If you're going to watch this on video, I'll, I will read it as well. Um, but let's see if I can do this. So I can't wait to see what was on what, – what, what key he gave everybody and what information comes from it because it just seems like it's going to be – dude. Do you remember the WikiLeaks, bro? That's how everybody found out about John Podesta and the weird stuff that was going on with the spirit cooking with Marina Abramovich and – Hillary Clinton and all these other, uh, you know, Huma Abedin and uh, all this stuff. And now we've got 30 terabytes. I don't know how much WikiLeaks was, but I don't think it was that. He's been talking about this for a long time. I mean, he's been saying the U.S. government is after me. They're trying to kill me. And the reason why is because he has information and he's been talking about this dead man switch. He dies. And then after he dies, the media reports it. We have a big Q that pops up on his Instagram. This is like, this is Hollywood, baby. <laughs> it's Hollywood. It's like a show. It's like we're watching a movie and everybody was down and out about Q for the last six months, seven months, eight months. And for good reason. Um, and then something like this happens and you're like, what in the world? Hey, so hopefully. Maybe he's just trolling, but maybe not. It's it's true. So that's that's the craziness we're going on. But again, I mean, we saw last week or two weeks ago. 
Another rando add to the Clinton body count, call it conspiracy, whatever the hell you want. The conspiracies are coming true. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have the Texas reporter that was has three kids, beautiful family. He's talked about how people were after him and there's been death threats and he feels like people are after him and he told all your friend told all his friends, if something happens to me, I did not kill myself. And what ends up happening? The journalist that broke the tarmac story on Bill Clinton and uh, I believe it Lynch, Loretta Lynch, gone, completely suicide again. Um, again, Bannon says it: no conspiracies, but there are no coincidences. And so um, we're just letting you guys, you know, check out that Twitter account, go through the, go through the information. But I do believe over the next week we are going to start seeing. Some, some massive dumps it has to be yep i completely agree and it's it's all it's I mean, so you interesting know how to make an antivirus then you got to know something about something and if you know cryptocurrencies then you got to know something about something and if you hate the government and think they're after you you got to you know the, the, all the reasons seem to be true that he would in fact do a dead man switch and i mean this this is all correlating with flynn says the next four weeks are going to be crazy this this whole thing with, with the q mcafee happens then you got the audits just now ending in Arizona. Now there's these uh, other issues coming out in Georgia, which is, I mean, just the it is never ending. And now Man, we're going to report the that. censorship is going to ramp up so much, dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're going to be banning every. We, well, they already part. they already banned his account. They banned the they banned McAfee's account the moment that he dropped that, or the moment that someone Q. dropped the queue. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the censorship is just going to ramp up. I wonder. I wonder. I mean, shoot. <laughs> I feel like if you even mention anything we just mentioned on any of the big platforms within a month, they're going to they're gonna institute something where it's like, that's actually dangerous for society. You know what was dangerous for society? You, you dirtbags telling people that ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine doesn't work and watching more people die and banning anybody mentioning it, including doctors that were medically credentialed. You aren't for us. You're not trying to protect people. You're evil, and this is weird, yeah. and we all see it now. You sons of guns. Yeah, no, we are on the truth we are on the side of truth and the media, politicians, entertainers, celebrities, they have tried to make us feel like we are crazy so that we would go in and submit into silence, which is where we get the term silent majority. And, you know, I, I've been talking about this a lot over the last couple of nights in the lies where it's the silent majority is the reason why we are in the place where we are today. The narratives that we're fighting with critical race theory and Marxism and where we are as a nation is because we have been silent because we've been scared to speak truth without fear. No pun intended. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what was yeah, going on. They, they really have back. They really backed a whole section of, of the population. And, you know, because it's happened, you kind of don't realize it, but they've really backed a whole section of the population into a corner about what you are and aren't allowed to talk about and they and then everybody's just kind of bit the line that like yeah if you're talking about this stuff you're dangerous and it's like for people to tell you that you're dangerous for talking about stuff is dangerous oh, like 100 no every you know the the thing about america that makes it so great is that we do adhere to an idea of put your idea against mine in the cage and there's going to be blood in the cage it doesn't come outside of the cage According to our ethics, but there will be blood in the cage and then only one idea gets to walk out and whoever's idea gets to walk out after it's tested by fire is what we base an, a community around. And some of those ideals have been like governments are generally tyrannical and it's good to defend against them. Another one is it's good to have guns. Another one is 
you treat others the way you want to be treated. Another one is you don't steal. Another one is you don't murder. You know, like we've, as society, we've put these ideas into play. And one of them is your ideas need to be able to stand up against scrutiny. And if they can't, then they're not good ideas. But what they've done is they've replaced that moral and they've said, no, for safety, we're going to limit everything in every sphere for your safety and security. We're going to add all of these new uh, limitations on everything and the limitations don't make sense. It's for your safety that they don't let us yep. mention HCQ on, 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 on the internet, but it turned out, no, it was not. It killed people. And so Literally. anyway, no, that they have, again, who are the people that think that they can control what we see, what we hear. And it's these commie big tech giants that are, have been completely exposed that they've been in complete partnership in cahoots with the Democratic Party. I mean, we saw. D- I mean, a lot of you guys may know who DC Drano is. He's one of the biggest conservative Instagram influencers on social media. You know, they banned him on Twitter. Um, his accounts have been completely deleted. Two million followers. Now he's on Instagram, and uh, he just announced his lawsuit and showed the receipts that the Secretary of State, because at the time he was living in Los Angeles, the Secretary of State was sending. <laughs> Facebook and Twitter screenshots of his tweets and his Facebook and Instagram posts saying, Hey, can you uh, please flag and delete this post? And they were doing it. He wow. has the, he has the receipts. He posted them. He announced his lawsuit last week on Tucker Carlson. What was the Guy, tweets too? What, what were they concerning? Um, just stuff about elections, the democratic party, history, um, it, this was all leading up to the election, and this is what we're talking yeah. about. Big tech was in full-on cahoots with the Democratic Party, one hundred percent. And and this also happened with Siaka. You might know him as Chief Americano on Instagram. We we know Samadi, Samita Armstrong. Um, she was an actress. Same thing happened to her. Ju- Judicial Watch busted this whole thing open, uh, exposed it. DC Drano is a lawyer. He took the, his receipts and says, I'm suing your butt. And the reason why he, he even has the backing now of the government to sue is because he lives in the state of Florida, where DeSantis just passed a bill a couple of weeks ago that now we can sue these big tech companies for censoring or silencing us. Um, and that's what's, what's happening. We need more governors like DeSantis. I wonder if uh, there's a group effort lawsuit uh, for anybody that died during COVID because they were denied hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin that would have worked because of the big tech. And if there isn't, we better milk that cow. I'll become oh, yeah. a lawyer just so I can milk the cow of the 85 million people in the U.S. that are pissed about that and need $13 from the government because that'll be great. Dude, that's the crime of the century, bro. It's the crime like, of the century. Certainly. It's the crime of the century. The fact that they knew that hydroxy would work, which is why Trump even talked about it yeah, he right from the beginning. It. The dude he took it. it. He took it. <laughs> um, and like that, I mean, so many doctors with, with, um, oh my gosh, Simone, Simone, I'm blanking right now. I know uh, Paul Bolden or whatever. Well, yeah. Simone. Gosh, I'm, I'm uh, anyways, the, the, the front line doctor, like this. Yes. You, you have her, you have, you have all the frontline doctors, that have been advocating for two or three different um, solutions for COVID, and they censored all of them, took them off social media, 
you know, and, and again, this last week, I think I mentioned this on, on last week's podcast uh, when I was in Tampa last week, or no, I mentioned on the live, when I was in Tampa last week, I watched a doctor come on stage from Oklahoma. He has treated 9,000 patients and all 9,000 survived with two or three of these different solutions, such as hydroxy and one or two other drugs that I don't remember what he mentioned. And so they had, there was always a cure. Like, you know, Brett Weinstein had the mRNA, one of the guys who helped make the mRNA vaccine and another engineer on his show. Brett Weinstein's the dude that came around the same time as Jordan Peterson, like a year after Jordan Peterson. He kind of got, he started getting like, uh, a little bit famous for talking about, you know, for telling the truth. He got, he got in trouble at uh, some college that he was at or whatever. They got him in trouble for telling the truth. And, and he, he was supposed to stay home from work as a professor because he was white. And they said, we don't want white people showing up tomorrow. And he was like, this is racist. No. And then everything got canceled, a lot of trouble, whatever. So fast forward, this dude starts his own podcast, brings something up. You're good, honey. Bring something up. And uh, brings out these mRNA people and goes over the entire the entire gig and basically says that they've known that ivermectin has been working for X amount of time. And YouTube gave him a strike on his channels immediately for talking about this stuff. Yeah. So then what happens is he goes, hey, Rogan, you're on Spotify. Hey, buddy, I need to do an emergency meeting right now to let everybody know what's going on. And Joe Rogan brought him on and I was watching this last night. That is, yeah, I, people were uh, met DMing me, like, have you heard Joe Rogan's podcast from last night? And I had not heard about it. Um, but speaking of COVID, Kamala Harris tells activists, I'm reading this headline right now, to knock on doors and harass people who have not been vaccinated in a desperate push to meet 4th of July, a.k.a. people aren't listening so start harassing them to get vaccinated. I'm just this, thinking, this I know some neighbors comedy. that have been preparing for something exactly like this. <laughs> Come <laughs> to their door and ask them if they've been vaccinated. Watch the response oh. you're going to get. Dude, it is. I mean, what a time to be alive, to think that we have politicians and celebrities pushing a drug that's not FDA approved. There is so much science behind and so many reports of horrible adverse reactions that are worth yeah, avoiding bad reactions to this thing. And, but more than that, it's just like, there's, there's a cure. They, there has been a cure. And the fact that we are here talking about this still, um, the one thing that scares me is and I'm hearing a little echo. I don't know if you just turned up the speakers or something. No. No? Okay. Um, the one thing that makes me a bit nervous is what happens when they say, you know, there's this new Delta strand that's coming out right now, supposedly in Europe and whatever. And Fauci's talking about, you know, hey, there's this new strand. And so this is a, this is going to be a new big push for people to get vaccinated, let alone have a third dose because – the vaccine that people already took, they're saying it's not strong enough for this strand. So now they're going to have to get a third shot. When does it end? And the question is, is if this other strand happens, which again, we can go and we can uh, debate whether this is on purpose or not, but when this other strand happens, what is going to be the response of the governors? 
specifically Republican ones, are they going to close down all over again? Are, or are they going to bow to the mob? And um, as, you know, especially on the federal side, we already know how, how the Biden administration is going to respond to that. It's, uh, it's interesting. Um, no, but dude, I don't think, I don't think human beings are going to shut down again. I don't yeah. think they'll do it. I don't think yeah. they'll care. I think there will be like, there wasn't less apathy at the end of this lockdown than there was at the beginning. And there's not going to be the refreshed amount of zeal that we had at the beginning because we were actually concerned. There's been too many lies. There's been too many half truths. There's been too much concealment and censorship of legitimately beneficial information at this point. If they tried to push another lockdown, there would be such a backlash from anybody with a brain that I don't think it would work, number one. But they've already got uh, this strain. The Delta strain is weaker, just like every mutation. Do you remember? Do you remember this? This is how they got us all scared, like scared crap. (laughs) This is crazy. I forgot about this. One year ago, right when – or a little more than a year ago, right when this whole – we started hearing these rumors about this virus and it's coming from China and there was a leak in Wuhan. They first told us it was a bat and all this bull crap. Do you remember the videos, Ross, when people were just falling, falling out, falling out, passing out in the streets and they're just dying? And then like there's like guys in these big tubes and they're all covered in these like gowns and they have like – it looked like fire hydrants and they're just like blowing smoke and, and like, dude. And I remember seeing those videos and I'm like, what the heck is going on? This is crazy. And that's what got everyone so scared. Has anybody seen anybody from, from COVID just like fall in the middle of the street? Like we're walking about to get in my car, boom, fall over dead. Yeah. Like, no way, dude. This is such nonsense, man. This is propaganda at the highest level. We all know that the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab has been orchestrating the Great Reset for some time. Build Back Better is about the Great Reset. There's multiple, multiple groups that are working in cooperation right now to buy up all the housing market, to buy up all the farming market, to buy up all the meat market, to buy up everything. This was intentional, and what sparked it was this entire thing. I don't know who planned it. I don't know who executed it. All I know is what it was supposed to happen and it's happening. And <clears throat> look at I don't know. China, China. <laughs> yeah, I know China, but they were just a part of it. You know, they were, they, they completely were, but I mean that they use that bull crap, those videos, those images of people just dying and falling out in the middle of the street. And you see bodies all over the place and they use that to spark the fear so that they could grab the control. Yeah, I tell you, scary dude. Oh, it's completely scary. I was one of the first. I was one of the first persons out of all my friends to order the mask. Like, and I got like a dope mask. I was like, well, if I'm gonna get one, I'm gonna get a dope one. If I'm gonna rock this thing, but I was scared. So, I mean, I was the guy sitting like, on the couch playing video games in the ET costume, freaking <laughs> 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 hazmat suit, <laughs> dude. Ain't getting me. I was searching all over for hand sanitizer and all these sanitizer wipes and I get in my car and I'm spraying down my, my uh, steering wheel and everything because I was so paranoid because of what we saw. And I totally forgot about those videos. That's the thing is that we forget. We, we always forget 
what triggered us to get to the place of this fear that gave them the control. And we remember four stages. There's always four stages to destroy a country from within. Number one is demoralized. Number two is destabilized. Number three is a crisis. You have to have a crisis. We had the crisis. And then number four is normalize. You normalize what we have, the new adjustments the country or the planet has made because of this destabilization, this demoralization, this crisis. And now we're at a place where we're talking about in these states, children, God, I mean, we're, people are getting, half the country's been vaccinated. We're talking about passports and knocking on people's doors to get them if they don't, because it's like, I don't sitting, even understand. Sitting, sitting separate at baseball games. You're not able to go see a kid's play, not being able to go to work. I mean, resist, resist. Yeah, resist. Screw this crap. Don't listen. It does not work if half the country doesn't do doesn't co- cooperate. And I know because, it's bad, guys. Like I know you feel the pressure and don't want to be socially awkward. But if there's ever a time to be socially awkward, it's the day that someone says, "Let me put something in your bloodstream." Yeah, that's the day where you become socially awkward and go, "Uh, no. How about not?" It's so true, man. They've been attacking us from every way possible. Another way is, I mean. This March's agenda with Black Lives Matter. I don't know if you saw, but last night at in Virginia, I believe this was no South Carolina. Last night in South Carolina, at the Rock Hill Police Department, there was an attempt by Black Lives Matter protesters to burn it down. Uh, I posted this on my Instagram earlier today, uh, so you can check out the video. Um, but there was a, the reason why they attempted to burn it down, which they had started to they like carried a tree out there and they lit the tree on fire and it's starting to catch fire on the building. And then the SWAT came out and they, they, they ended it. Uh, but the reason why was because two black dudes got beat up after resisting arrest when they found an un, uh, unregistered firearm, a, a bags of marijuana and a, this is very interesting, a bottle of crown that was filled with crack. <laughs> and they found this, in this uh, man, in this man's car, two two brothers, and they resisted arrest. I mean, what do you? I'm sorry, I don't. You don't even have to have crack on you. You resist arrest, expect to get beat up, or expect the possibility of being tased. Yeah, or even, I mean, that's just that's just math. In every scenario I've ever been in, my th- like, dude, I'm white, and when police come to my car door, I roll my window down and I put both of my hands out the window so that they can see my hands and relax because I don't want fresh hell from anybody yeah. freaking giving me a hard time because I, I reacted weird. I don't trust police officers to have the perfect mindset all the time, and neither should you. And this is, the, this is where we're at now where someone resists arrest, and just because they're black, now if the police lay a hand on them, these cops – defund the police the mob comes out our cities burn businesses get destroyed and the reason why they feel like they can do this is because they get away with it and the big story that you know i just posted this as well you're not going to believe this the bronx district attorney dropped this week hundreds of charges for all the blm rooters that looted and destroyed new york city Wow. Um, One of the business owners, uh, her name is Jesse Beatoncourt. Her response to this was, I was in total shock that everything is being brushed off to the side um, because she had an eyeglass shop and it was looted. 
And this isn't coming from some in, even an independent journalist or news organization. NBC did a, this article. It says char, the headline is char, charges have been dropped for hundred, hundreds of looters in New York City. Um, and you Bygones. go through, Bygones, yeah. folks. Police ain't going to help you for much longer if these district attorneys keep dropping the cases. Police won't even arrest people. Well, I mean, and what we're seeing, we just saw an entire uh, – I don't know what you call it – an entire group of policemen in Portland. They just they, – they resigned because they just also dropped charges in Portland. And so these cops are going out there. They're getting harassed. Their lives are being threatened. They're getting beat down. They're trying to stop these people. I mean these – again, let's let's be real. These Antifa people are Marxists. Um, you, even in one of the videos from from the, what I'm talking about about last night, they're like all dressed in black tomorrow night. We're gonna we're gonna be hitting the streets tomorrow night. One guy says that you hear on the recording. If one of these if one of these cops lay a hand on us, I'm going to light these mother effers up. That was what you was heard on this video. So you have all Maybe of these the cops people. need to quit showing up and we need to get a team together that goes and shows up and just goes fine. If the police won't enforce the laws because they're afraid of something not happening, we'll actually beat the shit out of people that are breaking into our businesses and stuff. And then you'll learn your lesson that way. Literally. I mean, this this is where we're at. And even in the article, it says many were caught on tape. Some of them, were, their their faces were visible. Like these aren't people. It's like, well, we don't know if it's really them. No, they were caught on tape. They're they're. There is video evidence of their faces, of them literally breaking into all of these stores. Hundreds were arrested that night, and what is the outcome? Nothing. That's Everything, so frustrating for anybody who cares about justice at all. 118 people, 73 uh, charges at total. It's just – dude, it's, it's insane, but this is where we're living, and this is why – I love what Jack Posobiec. He always tweets this. Get – out of the cities. Why? Because they're democratic run. There is no law in order right now in any of these downtown cities, especially in these liberal states. And that's why, I mean, we, I think Ross, you posted this on your Instagram. I, can't, I think, or you posted there or something where, you know, you see like the top 10 cities of crime and it's like 800% of Portland and like every single increase in, in violent crime in Portland, every single city is run by Democrats. Yeah, is that a coincidence? Worse. I think Trump said this like a year ago. He's like, the top 20 cities are all Democrat run that have the worst crime. And then they were like, no, it's 19. <laughs> False. It's 19. Oh, my gosh, bro. I just... Again, they didn't, chop, they didn't chop the mom's head off and then throw the baby in the garbage disposal and then shoot the dog, you dummies. They chopped the mom's heads off, threw the baby in the garbage disposal, and then kicked the dog until it died. False. Yep. You are – man, I wanted to have my media ready for, for like a hand clap, but my computer is being so slow right Dude, now. This it's pizza is so fire though. Let me just give a shout-out to Wegman's family pack of cheese pizzas. I've never had a pizza that's this delicious. I, I'm all about it. I love Sorry, pizza. Everybody. I pizza. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, so I've been listening to Blackout. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen of the board. I would like to begin tonight's address by letting you know that spinal surgery along the eastern coast with orthopedic surgeons has got to an all-time high, primarily because of the use of Sling Vosgadevil. 
It's this ad Russian was paid drug. for by the Democratic Party. Right. Oh. Um, so uh, I've been listening ahead. to Blackout, Candace's book. And yeah, I decided that I wanted to go back and look at the big switch and see if I could see where it happened in history so I could know how to. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, yes, I did. That wasn't supposed uh, to happen. If I'm if I'm honest, I didn't even read. I'm listening on an audio book. So thank you for the applause. But um, <laughs> but so I just went back because I wanted to see if I could find specifically where I felt like maybe the big switch did occur. Like when did the Democrats quit being racist? And uh, you can't find it, folks. You can't find it. Literally. I mean, it's it's the bi- it's the biggest lie. The fact that they have convinced that over 90 percent of an entire race has supported the party that has literally encouraged them to one let the government become their god and two that i mean they i i I was at a road to majority event last week and and dinesh d'souza spoke and he literally broke down the numbers that at the time of the civil war 99 percent of the slaves were owned by democrats and to just think that and this is why Lyndon B. Johnson, when he was president, he was quoted saying that I'm going to have these N-word um, black people voting for a Democrat for the next 200 years. And damn, was he right. I mean, the policies that they put in place literally put a hold on an entire race by encouraging them, one, through multiple different um, policies and new laws that encourage the fathers to leave the home and encourage si- single home uh, single moms raising their children through government paying their bills. Yeah, that's and, how they would get if they didn't have an able-bodied male in the house, then they would be able to get whatever. So, what does that incentivize, right? Yeah, um, it, it encouraged so dads to not to not take full responsibility. So, Candace says this in her book. Um, she actually is quoting somebody else. She says, what if a mysterious third-party benefactor or ben, you know, came along to your family, Jordan, and they were like, hey, wife of Jordan, I'll pay you money if Jordan leaves, and I'll also pay you if you can get disability as quick as I can. You know, or whatever. I'll start paying you. Like, what What do you think would happen if, if, if like, that's the worst thing that somebody could do to my kids is to tell them those types of things. And I could imagine how quick it would be like, dude, even the, even the PPP loans and all that stuff that was happening from COVID because of difficult times here, man, I know that was a fresh breath of air to people. And like, you know how many people are having a hard time going to back, back to work now. Cause they're getting paid 600 bucks a week from the federal government or whatever. Um, and it's, like, well, and the reason, and the reason why they did oh. this was because black Americans in their communities were thriving their businesses were blowing up, and the reason why is because their work ethic. They had better skills because, I mean, they were slaves, and so yeah. you ha- they had all the skills. So when they were free, they were able to vote. They were able to start their own businesses. Time they had a higher. They had, in fact, they the 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 United States Army, the the Northern Union, the army was so overwhelmed as soon as the as soon as black people got free. Uh, at the amount of requests for marriages to be done, that they couldn't keep up with all of it. Yep. That's that's so black people understood that being married is what solidified like a legacy to be had and and how you anyway, they they were doing better than white people yeah, there well, for a while. And, and, no, they they 100% were. Like white people had 
a, a worse, a less divorce rate or higher divorce rate uh, than the black community at the time. And now you look at the numbers for, because of welfare, because government said, let me be your God. Um, and it's, it really, it, it all stems from this Marxist ideology and they have completely through hip hop, through music, through these subcultures have changed the real founding culture of, of these minority communities. Um, Cause Hispanic communities are very similar. I mean, they, they, they focus on hard work, family, um, the father and the mother in the home. Even if your marriage sucks, you stay together for the children because the family unit is the most important part of a life, especially uh, just for, for the health and the minds of children. Well, there's um, also just different amounts like being married now for like six years. Like you, you learn to like different parts of the marriage more and less as, as time changes, the whole entire institution of marriage benefits you in, you know, 10 different ways that I can think of right now that maybe, maybe when you first get married, you're like, man, I just want to have sex or something, you know, or if you're one of those people or you, you want to be able to depend on somebody to come home to, you know, for a little while. And so you're not so lonely, even if it helps 10%, but then, you know, three years down the road, you go through a really hard time and they were there and you were there. And then you go, all right, I handled that, and they helped me a little bit in this way. And, and, and it's not always do you get along so perfectly. Like there's so many other benefits than just are you temporarily emotionally happy with the way that you and the other person interact. And yep. so many people leave or start relationships based on that particular thing, and that thing can change over time to become better and better and better, as mine has. I love my wife more today than I did six years ago. Yeah. And – and I just – it's so funny that we're just being sold that marriage is stupid, that having whatever kind of sex you want whenever you want is beneficial, and women are just getting destroyed yeah. in this scenario. Men are also getting hurt, but women destroyed, bro. These women are 35 years old and looking for their husbands when their ovaries are dried up, straight-up regret, <laughs> straight-up frustration. And they might not know it now, but when they're 35 and they're looking back and they go, you can only have one kid because we don't trust a 42-year-old pregnancy to happen – you know, or whatever, and you're going, well, crap. And then now we're hearing all this stuff about ovaries having a having a higher amount of these uh, congested spike proteins from the vaccine. Like, dude, it's going to be an elephant's graveyard for ovaries and for and for and for nuclear. Well, I mean, think think about think about how culture tricked our this entire generation. They Margaret Sanger tricked in, in I mean generations to convince them that the right thing to do is to kill the one gift that God gives you out of choice um, to kill your baby. You have, they have tricked us through music and entertainment and playboy and pornography and trafficking and the sex revolution of the sixties. I mean, we can go on culture, but th and this is why it's so important to have a Christian faith first and as an idea on, let, me, I have, let me let me read this to you real quick everybody who's listening usa today one year ago july 23rd 2020 so we're not pulling this out of our keister here's the headline from usa today remove statues of margaret sanger planned parenthood founder tied to eugenics and racism so all of you who champion planned parenthood and champion the benefit that is to society, the person who started the damn thing has started it with the intention of exterminating the Negro population, her own words. Literally. She says we don't want – like literally she's writing a letter to somebody, and she says we don't want word getting out that we're, that we're exterminating the Negro population. 
And so she may have been kidding when she wrote that and her might have been a little tongue in cheek or whatever that means. Oh, yeah. Um, she was joking about exterminating the entire black race. Totally joking. But then if you look at where Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood's locations are, where are they, guys? Where do most people, you know, and you know what's something funny? Joe Biden is sitting with the with a bunch of black representatives in this meeting, the uh, like, you know, six months ago, five months ago, whenever he first got into office and BLM wasn't allowed to get a word in edgewise. He had kicked them out basically of the meetings. And so they had these bunch of black people in there. And Joe Biden goes, we are, America is doomed. You guys have all heard this. America is doomed. Not only because of, because of black people, it's literally what he says, <laughs> um, it, which is already crazy, but he goes, because the Hispanics are coming in and they're going to represent more of the population than y'all do. And so here we go with Joe Biden saying that there is a benefit to having a large population. And then in the other hand, saying that he wants to, you know, and then everybody endorsing Planned Parenthood, which exterminates the black population. But Ross, he doesn't do mean tweets. He's not an orange man bad who does bad mean tweets. What know, do you say to that? I know, and I've heard that Trump's breath stinks, too. But you know what was nice? <laughs> Coming home to a stable home of law and order. Come on. Seriously. Um, I mean, th this is where we're yeah. at, bro. And let's be honest. Like, I don't even care about Trump. Like, this isn't about Trump. I just want actual conservative American liberal values back. Even liberal. I want liberal values back. I just don't like this weird leftist nonsense where you either toe the line or you're evil what has happened jordan is they've basically drawn a noon line in the sand and they've said that unless you're on our very modern very current idea of morality then anything that you said was immoral and anything that you were was immoral you are evil unless you're in their boat which is yep. why we have no heroes which is why you can't have any heroes in history anymore so that's what's happened. We now have no heroes throughout history. We, any, well, Alexander the Great, well, he was evil because of these nine reasons. Christopher Columbus, he was evil because of these nine reasons. George, George Washington, Washington, evil. Abraham Lincoln, evil. So who's the only people that can be moral to these nut jobs? Themselves and their fucking professors. Yeah. It's like, oh, you guys are the new morality. Cool. Well, you know what the rest of the world has to say about that when they finally realize that that's what you're doing? Let's fight. Because I'd rather just beat you up at this point. Like, I just want to fight you at this point. Like, you're so dumb to believe this. It, it's so true. And the issue the issue with all of this is that it tells half the, the population, hey, you're racist, and we can't be racist. I mean, it is the most upside-down thinking world that you can, you, that you can um, bring to the point. And the, the big thing here that – that, and this is why – we are focusing right now so much on critical race theory and the education system because they are going after the indoctrination of our children. And the reason yep. why, what does scripture say? Scripture says that train a child in the way that he should go, and he will never depart from it. Why, why never depart? Train a child, and they'll never depart. The reason why they're going after children is because when you can indoctrinate and train the children at a young age, they will never depart from that belief system. And that's why that age of 5 to 12 is so important, and that's why the left and these Marxist organizations and these ideologies are trying to infiltrate our school system because they know that if they can get them at 5 and 7 and 10 and 12, 
They got them for the rest. Of, they have an entire generation duped into this bullcrap. And Yuri talks about in the book Love Letter to America, literally talks about that when they get to a certain age with so much indoctrination, without any resistance of truth, they're you literally consider them lost. Like you've lost them. There's not. It's, they're not even worth having the debate. And we can see that. Try to debate with someone with Antifa. Go to Portland. Any time, any night of the week at 9 p.m., 10 p.m., go to downtown Portland and try to have a logical conversation a dis- or try to have a discussion with them of why critical race theory might be bad or that not everyone is racist and the entire institutions of America is not racist. Try to have a conversation with them and tell me how far it gets. It's, it's not a discussion. Uh- Something Thomas Sowell said made a lot of sense to me when he says uh, liberal ideas or leftist ideas fall apart when you ask them uh, three questions. I don't remember two of them. I don't remember three of them. One of them is like – so let's say they say everything's racist, and then he said one of the – you know, the first one is compared to what and when wow. is the first good question you can ask. And then with your solution, at what cost? Like, so your solution is this. And then the second question is at what cost? Oof. And then there was a third one that I can't remember that he said, but it was, but it was really empowering because it just annihilates all. Cause like, okay, so let's say police really are racist and terrible and evil. Is the solution to defund them? Has any problem ever been fixed by taking money away from something like that? No, you add more money and more time and more energy. And if taking away money from things that can work so well, why don't you just take the money away from the bad teachers in the high schools that are doing so crappily with our kids? Oh, you don't do that? You add more money? Great. Well, you should add more money to police too. You know, and the only way marks the only way Marxism works is you have to make idiots out of normal people and divide them and control them through fear, crisis, and empty promises. That that is what I mean. Marxism is literally a full a false system that produces none of the advantages or benefits that it promises. It preys and manipulates the weak to conquer and destroy, uh, destroy destroy everyone without any with the least amount of resistance. That that is what is happening here, and that is what's going on. And they do that through entertainment. They do that through Hollywood. They're doing that through the education system. And now, unfortunately, we have politicians on the left like the Squad that are taking these Marxist ideologies and literally trying to mainstream them and make them a part of culture and who we are as a country, which is and why we're listening to this too. Like people are actually taking it up and being like, let me go in the streets with a, with a, with a freaking pink, you know, what hat on and a, <laughs> and a freaking and, and act like that women are more oppressed than any time in history and act like the patriarchy is what got them down so far. Like, no, Bitch, if the patriarchy was so bad, we wouldn't let you go out on the street. I'm, if, like, I'm if, go to Russia. Go to Russia. Tell me how they act when you when you think you're oppressed. Go to Russia and and go do a pride parade down the street. Like they don't let you. You know. Yeah. So here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that there's not some stuff that needs to be changed. Of course, of course. But at the same time, if it's that bad, if it's that bad, you wouldn't be allowed to bitch about it so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think about. I think I made this analogy last week with you i can't remember imagine you're watching lebron james's highlights or michael jordan's highlights let's not even bring lebron james because he's a he's uh he's anyways michael jordan 
And the only highlights, highlights that you saw, Ross, was Michael, all of the misses that Michael Jordan made. The leading story is Michael Jordan fails to make the high school basketball team. Michael Jordan misses this shot, misses this layup. He misses this buzzer beater. That is the only filter that you get to see Michael Jordan. And I show you this film. It's two hours of all of his failures. And if that is your perspective of who Michael Jordan is, it's not the whole entire truth. And that is what critical race theory does is it focuses only in this Marxist ideology and these leftist organizations and the squad and AOC and all of them. They only focus on the bad parts of American history. And what they're doing is they're rewriting all of the good things that we have done in our American history. They only want to talk about all of the, and that's, what that is the that is where the clash is that we're fighting over what is actually true about our own history but let's talk about history with communism china 20 to 73 million people dead soviet union 58 million people dead russian soviet republic 10 10 million people dead korea 4 million i mean we can go on there's estimated 150 million people have died that was a lot of thunder did you hear that yeah i did that was insanely – That was, my whole entire house just shook. Um, 150 million people have died at the hands of communism, and we talked about this two days ago with Kevin, but we have, to, we have to make sure that we understand what we're dealing with here. We're not dealing with like, oh, these guys, they just have a different outcome of – or they have a different perspective of where America should go. No. This needs to be fully resisted and fully called out because this – it doesn't end good here. Look at every look at look at history, and look where the road ends of the conversations that we're discussing and the curriculum that is being taught in our schools. Um, man, I, I think you got any anything else you want you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, I think we, uh, I think that it's important everybody stays in the game mentally and remembers this, this comes to your home. This comes to your door. This is something you practice. You resist when it's time you make sure that you don't, you're not crazy. Know that you are not the yeah, crazy. You're one. not crazy. You're not alone. And we all have to stand up together and say no to this weird, uh, taking more control for our own security measure that they're trying to do. No, thanks. Yeah. I want to secure myself. Thank you though. Bye. That, that is that is really what it's about, man. So real quick, speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Make sure you go there. Put in your email because it's the one way we can stay in touch with you if we get deplatformed. Good news is uh, on the opposite side of the spectrum when it comes to censorship, Instagram released me out of Instagram jail today. I'm so, they're hey so yo. kind, so nice of them. Uh, but make sure you go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Put in your email so we can stay in touch with you. Again, if you are listening to this on Apple, uh, please, or iHeartRadio, make sure you guys leave, leave a review. Uh, it would be super helpful. Uh, helps us out with the algorithm. And, uh, yeah, make sure you go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Follow myself on Instagram, Jordan Sarmo. And you can follow Ross at Ross, duh, D-U-H, boss, and then an underscore at the bottom. But we will see you back here next Wednesday for another episode. Remember, Monday through Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, we have our Speak Truth Without Fear Instagram lives every single night, and then we will be dropping the next podcast next Wednesday. Ross, it was good. We'll do this again next week. 